say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We magnify you, Lord, because we know that without you, we are nothing. Lord, but through you, God, that you said we can do all things, Lord, and as we set our hearts, our minds, our lives to glorify you, to magnify you, Lord, you show yourself strong, you show yourself large, Lord. We thank you for the testimony of my brother, Lord. This is to encourage our hearts, Lord, and just to show, Lord, that you are still alive and well, and you are a God of the supernatural. Lord, you're doing supernatural things in our midst, Lord. We we give you praise for it right now in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, I ask you to set up your heart, every mind to hear and to receive, God. We we cancel the distractions, Lord. We cancel all the things that the enemy has tried to do, not to allow us to hear and to receive your words. Lord, I pray for clarity. Oh, God, as I humble myself, as I bow myself before you, God, just as a servant in your kingdom, Lord, that you can speak to us and through us. God, that we may be a light beyond these walls to those that you bring us in contact with. Yes, Lord, that we can continue to change the atmosphere wherever we go. Because we are kingdom people called for a kingdom purpose to redeem your world back unto you, God. We thank you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amazing. Cancer or something else has got to bow down to the name of Jesus. Amen? Everything got to bow down to the name of Jesus. All that fear, all those things that the enemy tries to use against us as his people must bow down at the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Young people stand with us today. Obviously, we're just going to go right on and prepare to enter into the Word. And then we had a good time, amen, a good meeting yesterday with our, our leadership plan. Thank God, Father. Amen. Amen. As I was uh, sharing with the leaders on yesterday, you know, we, we were higher, we're posting ranks, amen. We, we're, we're positioning ourselves to do greater things for the kingdom of God, amen, to, to do greater things. And, and this is our Jerusalem, our region that God has given us to function and to operate in. And we want to we wanna represent him well. Just tell somebody next to you, I want to represent him well. Amen. 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 Because the nursery is open. You need the nursery. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God for everything that he's done. For my six girls.
think. You know, as, as we sat and received the word from uh, Pastor Linda on last week, and she was speaking, she did a masterful job in there, but the help of the Holy Spirit bringing us that word, fired through the fire, fired in the fire, man. You know, how many of us have been through the fire? Man, hallelujah. This is her testimony, man. They, they came through the fire unscathed, not even smelling like smoke. Uh, 
They wouldn't have the faith to shake it off. They would start, you know, freaking out. You know, just be scared, but see, uh, I believe Paul, man, he had, he had a mind. He knew who he was. He knew God had appointed him unto Caesar. He knew, amen, that he had a journey to fulfill. He had a purpose. And he knew that he's not, the, the Lord is just not going to let the enemy come and take him out like that. Amen. And see, I, I believe that if we would get that kind of mindset, and I'm hoping that we do, amen, that the, the things that come against us, the things that befall us, we realize God ain't going to let me be taken out like this. Amen. And we stand on our faith and we recognize that, Lord, it's going to take more of this because I have a destiny, I have a purpose, I have a design in my life that God said he has an expected end for me. And guess what? I'm going to make it to that end. And God is going to be glorified in my life. Amen. So we look at all the saints of old and the things that they went through. And there's one resounding thing that just, you know, as I looked at the passage, amen, and I began to think about it, there's one thing that sets the Christians apart from the unbelievers, from the unregenerated. The biggest thing that sets us apart is we have divine access. You know? And without that, we'd be in trouble. And you say, well, what do you mean, Pastor? What are you talking about divine access? But see, without that, we would be no different than anybody else. And see, one of the problems is in kingdoms is that we don't often use the access that we have. Okay. Y'all going to get it in there. You know. But I thank God that I have access. Amen. And I'm talking about access to the most high God. Access to his workings and his power, access to all of his promises, access to everything that he's declared, amen, over his people. We have access to that. And I don't know about you, but that, that excites me. Because everybody don't have access. I mean, it's like I, I go in the bank. I don't have access to your money. Amen. I don't have access to your house unless I got the key. Amen. But we have not just access to anything. We have access, divine access. Everything that God has promised. To everything that God has said concerning his people. Amen. And that, that lets us know right there. That's that's supernatural access. The natural man can't get what you can get. Amen. See, but the problem is when we act when we operate in the natural, we can't get it either. Oh. Mm, I see. What is, what is access? It's, it's permission, liberty, the ability to enter in, to approach. Amen. To pass from one place to another, to communicate when others can't communicate. Amen. That that kind of access unto ooh, goodness, the creator of the universe. Amen. Where we're able, amen, to have that, that freedom, the ability and the liberty, amen, to obtain things others just cannot attain, amen, without that kind of access to God. Amen. He's made himself available, amen, to you. And I, you know, I was coming back from out by Silver Lake the other day, and, and uh, they were paving the road, pressing hard. Anybody else got stuck in that traffic again? Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I sat there for about 20 minutes trying to get down the hill, heading out there, and then when I come back, you know, they were paving the other side, and we sat there for about 20 minutes, maybe about 30 minutes trying to come back, and people were getting frustrated, they were turning around and going back. I said, where y'all going? It's going way up here. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, sitting there, so I make up my iPad, I'm just looking at it. But I begin to think about that. You know, 
this access thing is amazing to me because God begins to show me the parallel. There is access to our lives. There is access to our minds. There is access to everything. And see, I believe that if I don't wait for God to open the door and allow me in, see, I can't just bust in. Amen? But see, there's somebody else that wants access to you. You see, if we're not operating in the divine access, then the flip side of that is demonic access. Uh, think about that. Think of that. It's going to flow one way or the other. You're going to receive from God or you're going to open yourself up to the adversary. And he don't mind coming in. He don't mind using us for whatever he wants to use us for, amen, to subvert us, amen, to get us off track, amen, and away from the things that God wants us to, to operate in, amen. And I, I thank God because, see, I, like I said, I just can't bust in and say, you know, God, I want, I want this and I want that. We, access is a privilege, amen. It's not a right, amen, until you do certain things. God, you know, gives us the privilege to enter in. Look at John, the ninth chapter. If I can't just say, okay, I'll just decide, I'm just going to go. You know, none of us, you know, you, know, you might think you did, you didn't just decide that I'm just going to get there. Hallelujah. John 9 and 31. And I'm reading this out of the, the King James. And it says, Now we know that God here is not sinners. But if any man be a worshiper of God, he doeth and doeth his will, him he heareth. I want to read that same verse in the Amplified. It says, Now we know that God doesn't listen to sinners, but if anyone is God-fearing and a worshiper of him and does his will, he listens to him. See, so that tells you right there that there's certain things that we got to do to get access to God. To get God's ear, amen, you can't be living any kind of way. Hallelujah. To have access, amen, to the, the most high God, amen, it, it, it requires us to do something. But even then, turn to Proverbs 15. Hallelujah. I'll share another couple of verses with you. Then we're going we to dig a little deeper. Y'all doing all right? Amen. Proverbs 15, verse 29 says this. The Lord, the Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. I like how that one says in the Amplified. He says, the Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the consistently righteous. That means not on again, off again, up and down, going around and about. Amen. The consistently righteous and upright in right standing with him. See, the thing is, even that we can only be introduced to God one way. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. All right. Amen. He lets us know that we, without him, we have no access at all to the things of God. Amen. Amen. So we're going to see, he said, you know, except, I mean, no man cometh unto the Father, what? But by me. So you would just go scroll up to a no. In Psalms 65 and 4, it says, Blessed is the man. Are y'all there? I'm going to leave y'all behind. 
65 and 4. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in thy courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even of thy holy temple. Now, I like that because it blesses the man whom thou cause, chooses and causes. See, God chose you. And he caused you, amen, to approach unto him, to come unto salvation. We up one day in the side of him, I'm just saying. Huh? It, it, it wasn't your choice, amen. He chose, and see, that makes me feel better. How many of us like to be chosen? For good stuff. You know, we don't want to be chosen for the bad stuff, but we like to be chosen for good stuff. Right. You know, and, and he chose you for salvation. He chose you because he wanted to be in a relationship with you. Amen. You're not here. You're not in the kingdom. Amen. You don't come around God and God's people just for no reason. He's calling you. He's choosing you. He's drawing you. But you've got to make a decision. Right. Amen. You've got to decide, okay, I'm going to receive that. Amen. So I, I thank God that I'm chosen. I thank God that you're chosen. But if that wasn't enough, amen. Look at John 10 7. Amen. Now, ooh, now, see that verse there. 
We both. Who's the both? We're going to dig into that. But we both have access. Talk about through Jesus Christ, by the Spirit of God, we both, both the Jews and the Gentiles. Amen. Now, I mean, there's, there's no division. The Jews and by the same Spirit, we have access to the Father. Amen. So, see, when you're feeling down and out, just remember, you got, you got divine access. you got supernatural access because there's no way it's going to happen. And to be able to come unto him, to lay all your issues, all your burdens, all your cares, all your fears upon him. Amen. But if we're not, we're not grabbing hold of that or we're, we're not walking right. And see, now, I, I don't want you to get the, the, the feeling that, that this is by works of righteousness. But God is the discerner of God. Amen. And see, so he wants us to live according to his word and his will. I mean, we can't be living rebelliously and living any kind of way and think we're going to have access to God. Because when we step into sin, however, we already look at the scripture and say, he don't hear us in his prayer. That we what? We repent. He said, if you sin, you what? Have an appetite for this book, Christ the Lord. Amen. So if we find ourselves in places, amen, that is, you know, you know, you ever, you ever tried to get into one of your accounts and it said access denied? <laughs> it's your account. All right. You set up, you know, I don't get on you know, Facebook. Y'all, y'all got them, man. Come on. You know, you try to get online to some of your different accounts that we have and you done forgot the password. Or you forgot what you, which username you use when you set up the account. All right. So you get on there and you're trying to get in, you think you got it, and all of a sudden it says access denied. It says something wrong. That's it. You know, right there, something wrong. You aren't doing something right. Ain't nothing wrong with the account. The account is still there. But you're doing something wrong, which is causing you to get denied access. And I know when that happens to me, I get frustrated. And I hate to come on that little spot to say, do you need help? How many of y'all hate to do that? You know, you don't want to go through all them hoops and sending you another email and... You know, you just, I can pay this out on my own. You just sit there and you, some of you pound away long enough, it's going to lock you out. Am I right? And see, so it's like, do you not know the internet is not smarter than God? Uh, so, in other words, it's not going to let you get illegal access to what belongs to somebody else. See, but when we come to God and we're not doing the right things, we're going to get access denied. Because you're not going to get illegal access to the blessings of God, amen, when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So we got to check ourselves, amen, and realize and recognize that if I want access granted, amen, if I want to be able to move in and go into the things of God and be able to function and get the best, best blessings and benefits, I need to be entering the right information. I need to put in the right username. I need to put in the right password, the Holy Spirit. Amen. And then I have access to all that God has for me. But if I'm not, if I'm trying to do it in my name, access denied. If I'm trying to get the glory, access denied. Amen. But when we give him the glory, we can get everything that he has for us. Amen. But there's another thing, because when he says we both have, you know, access to that name, amen, it, 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 that kind of caught my attention again. But I begin to look at that, so I begin to look a little deeper, amen, even at that. You know, even all the way home, amen, the apostle to the Gentiles, amen, there was something, amen, that 
that hasn't taken place and it had not been revealed. Now then this, you know, when you think about the, the grand scheme of things, all the way from the creation to Adam and Eve, amen, to, you know, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and the developing of the Jewish people, amen, and the Israelites and God. I mean, this is something that just was not revealed in all this time, you know, and God is not a God of, oh, by the way, I mean, you know, oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? You know, that's, that's not who he is. Even all the way up to them, you know, the Jews rejecting him as the Savior, he didn't say, oh, no, what am I going to do now? I need all this and they don't want me. God wasn't surprised by none of that. He had a divine plan functioning and preparing all the way from the foundation of the world. And, you know, like I said, I like being chosen for this stuff. Amen. amen. We should like being chosen, amen, even for things that you know you didn't deserve. Right, right. Huh? Amen. Right. You, you didn't even get put, put, put your name in the hat and they said you got the prize. Right. Huh? And so I began to look at this. I'm like, wow, all the way down to him, amen, when he said, Paul, amen, to preach, amen, to the Gentiles, that was not something that God just came up with in the spare of the moment. Amen. As Gentiles, as Gentiles, as non-Jews, it's not something that, you know, you say, well, I guess I'll let them in. Now, nah, this is my, my original plan ain't working, so, hey, you know, they didn't want to come to the wedding feast, so I'll set out now, whosoever will, y'all come on. You know, it was not like that. You know, and I want us to really catch that and understand that the God had you in mind, amen, from the foundation. And we're going to look at some scriptures, amen, that's going to help us to grasp that and understand that, you know, even though Romans lets us know, you know, in the fullness of time, at the dispensation of time, the door is going to be shut, amen, and he's going to take the scale from off the eyes of the Jewish people and they're going to recognize him as the Messiah. It lets us know all that. You see, all this is a part of God's plan. You know, all this is a part of his design working, amen, to show himself strong, not just in the earth, but in the heavenlies. I can say God like this all Amen? So let's, so let's, let's move on. Let's go to the book of Ephesians, and we're going to read a little bit there. Amen? Hallelujah. Got to move fast to get to this place here. You know, because God, you know, he used him, he used Paul, amen, to, and commissioned him to reveal his, his secret plan, a mystery that was not yet known, not yet divulged until this time. Amen. Ephesians, the third chapter. Hallelujah. Start at the sixth verse, amen. We can read a whole lot more. I got quite a bit I want to read anyway, but, you know, when you go back and look at this, it just get you excited and you understand the magnitude of what the word God was doing. Six chapter says this, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise to Christ, I mean in Christ, by the gospel. Whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God, even unto me by the effectual working of his power, unto me who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given. Paul said, I'm, I'm nobody. And he's given me this grace to do this, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Amen. In other words, help to get them access. Amen. And to make all men to see what 
is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world has been hid in God. Y'all hear that? From the beginning of the world, this mystery was hid in God. From the beginning of the world, your salvation was hid in Him. The plan to bring the Gentiles, amen, in unto salvation, it was hid in, God, in Him who created all things by Christ. Look what it says in the 10th verse. To the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. In other words, he said he's going to use the church to show the principalities and powers. That's angels and demonic spirits, amen, to show through us his power, his dominion, his glory through the church. So they all like, wonder what's going on? The enemy of the devil and all the demons are cast down on the way. Man, why do you favor them? The angels are looking back and saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why, why do you favor them? And we should be glorying in all that. Thank you, Lord. The focus, the attention, the plan, the intent, and the purpose, amen, to bring us in, to usher us in, amen, after all the history they that, you know, the principalities, the heavenlies have been watching God, everything he's doing, they've seen all the, you know, his plan unfolding, but they didn't know this was coming. Huh? They didn't know, they didn't know this was coming, because why? We just read it, it said it was hid in him from the foundation of the world. You, amen. God said, I got, oh, I got something, I got something waiting. I got something, y'all ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, y'all thought I did something with Danny. Y'all thought I did something, you know, with the Hebrew boy. Y'all thought I did something, man, with, with Balaam and the fire coming down. Said, oh, you understand my, because I got something else coming. It's going, it's going to tell a whole generation of people. It's going, to tell, it's going to tell a whole another nation of people, all kind of people that, you know, who the fuck it? And here they come. You know, all of you, all of us, all, right. all of us, non-Israelites, amen, he said, I'm opening the door. He blows the door open. And when he said, whosoever will, it wasn't because I didn't know what else to do. All right. Because if that was true, then what John said over in the third chapter, you know, that no man should perish wouldn't really apply. So when we begin to connect the dots, when we begin to see what the Lord was doing from the very beginning, amen, just tell somebody, you wasn't no mistake. Amen. You wasn't plan B. Amen, you were the secret from the beginning. Hallelujah. He had us lined up from the very beginning, amen, to enter into this thing. I, I, I don't know, that excites me. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes, you know, you, when we really understand, when we focus on all the previous history that comes on, you know, you can, you can begin to feel like a second-class Christian. Amen. You know, so, you know we, we've heard it. I, still, I, I understand everything. I understand that, you know, the Jews are God's chosen people. But when you begin to think about that, he chose the Jews to show what any man would do, a man that left it on the line. <laughs> He chose the nation of Israel to show that the law wasn't good enough for anybody. Amen. So he had to show them that it's going to take my divine grace, my love, amen, and my provision for anybody to get access to me. It's not works of righteousness. The law is not going to do it. So he had to demonstrate that. Just like when he dealt with Pharaoh, he could have let the people go, but he had to demonstrate to everybody that I'm God. And I'm greater than Pharaoh. Pharaoh's trying to put this on off God. Let me show you all something. 
you know, so he, he took them through the paces, the, the humble Pharaoh, and to let everybody know that so when he came out, all the nations around knew that he was the Lord. God has really shown out. Amen. I thank God, amen, in the midst of it all, amen, he's calling unto us, amen. Look at, look at the 11th verse. I'm going to pick up there. According to the eternal purpose, amen, which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness, what? And access with confidence by the faith of him. There we go. We've got access, not because we were so not because we deserved it, amen, but because of his love, his mercy, and, you know, it was already in the plan. Amen. He planned it from the beginning, our salvation, to bring us in, to help us to be able to stand. Amen. And as all the heavenlies are watching this thing, they're sitting back saying, what's going on? Let's, let's, look at these verses with me. Go to First Peter, the first chapter. Now, I'm going to read out of the Amplified. Amplified just really make make you even clearer, amen. Because like I said, the heavenly, the demonic spirit, the angelic spirit, everybody's watching, looking to see what's going on. So, verse number nine, amen. First Peter, one and nine says this in the Amplified. At the same time, you receive you receive the results, the outcome the consummation of your faith, the salvation of your souls, the prophets who prophesied the grace, divine blessings, which was intended for you, searching and search and inquire earnestly about this salvation. I mean, they're hearing about the Messiah coming, they're, they're searching, they're trying to find out what's going on. You know, and he says, they sought to find out to whom or when this was to come, which the spirit of Christ working within them was indicating when he predicted the suffering of Christ and the glory that should follow them. I mean, then he said, these things are going to come out to you. They said, who? What? When is this going to happen? You know, they're trying to figure out what, what's, what's the issue? What's going on? You know, so he's letting them know. He said, it was then disclosed to them that the services they were rendering were not meant for themselves. And their period of time, but for you. It is these very things which have now already been made known plainly to you by those who preach the good news, the gospel to you by the same Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Into these things the very angels long to look into.
centuries of centuries. You know, you know, think, now think about this as a natural person. You know, I'm not talking about supernatural, it's just a natural person. Amen. You work all your life planning and preparing and building and saving, you know, putting together an estate for your children. You know, just, just doing everything that you could, giving the best life, the best education, amen, and setting everything up so, so they don't have to work hard at all. And then when it's time, you just call them in and say, you know what, all this is yours. I'm going to give you access to everything I've done with my life. And they turn it back and walk away without one of them. All right. How would that make you just <laughs> Wow. Y'all think about it right now. Give it to somebody else. But see, you didn't do it for everybody else. You did That's right. Uh, your whole focus, amen, was to reach them. And I can imagine how our loving God, our Savior, feels, amen, that when He does that and we choose to walk away. Or, 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 or we take it to the next level now. Maybe it's better that we just walk away and don't mention none of it. But then we say, we accept it. And then we stop squandering it. All right. Stop misusing it. Going wild parties and, you know, tearing up the property and just wasting the money and, you know, just living riots. We don't remember the problem. You know, that would also hurt the problem. Because he, again, he says, I know the purposes and the plans that I have. Yes, sir. Plans of a good and expected end. Amen. Over Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29 and 11. You know, this is my plan. This is my love for my children. Amen. So, but then there's the son and the daughter that comes and they recognize all the efforts of the father. They recognize the love that's been bestowed. Amen. And everything that he's done, and they accept it openly. And they live with love and they live in return with reciprocation, you know, with appreciation. That blessed the father. That's what the father wants to do even more. Amen. For that child. Amen. For, for you and I as we come and we recognize that I didn't deserve none of it. You know, I didn't deserve it. Even still, we, we still can't earn it. Imagine that. We still, we, can, we still can't earn it. But yet, he's outpouring his love. He's yes. outpouring his spirit. He's making ways for us. Amen. He's constantly calling us unto himself. Amen. Constantly working us. Constantly, you know, loving on us. Amen. Even when we do make mistakes, even when we do become rebellious, he said, come. And what do we do? Hopefully we come. Prayerfully we come. And we don't, we don't any further reject him. Amen? Amen. Look at Ephesians, the second chapter. Hallelujah. Lord, I like this to see as he reveals it, um, he's revealing himself, you know, through the church to the heavens, to the principalities. You know, it's, a, it's amazing, you know, I, I keep talking about it, and I keep talking to different people about the fact that these, 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 Heavenly realms that are all around us, amen, constantly there, both the angelic realm, amen, and the demonic realm, amen, are all around us at all times. And if we're not focused, if we don't see uh, in the spirit, amen, if we don't consciously think, we become, we, we allow ourselves to be unaware of these things going on. But Ephesians 6 and 12 lets us know this, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Now, who do you say wrestle? We. we. He didn't say the angels in heaven. He didn't say everybody else. 
Amen. But see, he said, for we, as you and me, amen, you and I, amen, amen, wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. But the key is we don't do it by ourselves. Amen. It's, it's with God's help and by his spirit, but see, the wrestling, if we don't identify it as a spiritual warfare, then we wrestle. And we think it's the natural world that we're wrestling against, but it's not. It's demonic, amen. It's, it's, it's the enemy, amen, trying to mess us up because he's upset because we, we, you know, we have an opportunity, amen, to be in a relationship with, with God when he no longer has. He don't like that. So he want to trip you up too. You know, we say it all the time, misery loves company, you know right? Amen. So he's enlightening, amen. He, he's showing them, amen. So, so when he comes against us, amen, and, you know, we watched a, a, a video yesterday and said, you know, you got to know how to lean, you know, <laughs> when, when you get out of the way. All right. Amen. You let the Holy Spirit stand up, then the enemy is, you know, he can still one and two. He went, where'd I come from? I thought I had him down. Amen. But see, that's when that the, the battle is not yours. It's the Lord. When you get out the way, amen, and you allow the Spirit of God to rise up, amen, and do what he wants to do through you, Amen. Then God is showing his power, amen, against the demonic forces that are trying to come against his church. God is showing himself strong right in the midst of the battle, amen. If we just yield ourselves to God, if we would just trust God, amen, when, when, when sickness and disease, amen, and financial woes come against us, amen, if we would just learn how to say, God, I give this to you. And I trust you, amen. And I watch him take on the battle. All we got to do, and I say it over and over, I'll keep on saying it. All we got to do is face it. Don't be scared. Don't run. Face it. And how many times have we seen different movies or shows, amen, when the, when the little weak person finally stands up and, and faces the bully, he faces it, but he don't see the big dude behind him. That guy in the back. You know, and, he, he think, and they take off and run. He thinks it's because of him. All right. But you don't realize, you know, yeah, four or five people standing up behind you, you better back off. Come on now. You know, and see, if, if we would realize that's how the Holy Spirit is in there, that's how he is in there. When we just choose to not run and be cowardly, but if we stand up, God, God, I'm at it. And he'll fight these things, amen. And now he's showing himself strong, amen, to the heavenlies through his church. All right. Will you allow him to show himself strong in you? In your situation, and you're certainly not to allow the enemy to take you out because you don't think God's going to show up. He's omnipresent. I mean, he's everywhere all the time. All he's waiting for, amen, is you to say, God, I'll be a portal for you to show yourself up. Have your way through me right now. Have your way. I can't do it, but God, I know through you, I can do all things. All I got to do is just be a vessel. Lord, I need you right now. Just be a puppeteer. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Uh, I'll just be obedient to you right now, amen, because if you planned all this for me to be in you from the foundation of the world, why would I fear now? Why would I think you're not going to show up when you don't orchestrate all of this, these things to bring me an unwilling and an unworthy, and yes, I said unwilling because that's what I wasn't willing, amen, an unworthy Gentile into your kingdom to be used by you and you're not going to show up? All we got to do is stand up. He's already there. He's already willing. He's already able. Remember, when we think it's of our own power, mm. our own strength, our own volition, 
Amen. That's when we back down, and that's when we become fearful. And that's not what God wants us to do. Hallelujah. Look what it says in Psalms 47 and 7. Hallelujah. When I thought about this passage, you know, as, as the youth was singing this morning, amen, and, you know, she was saying, God wants us to sing. You know, he wants us to sing. Oh, yeah, thank you, David. He's youth confirming the word. Amen. 47 and 7 says, For God is the king of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. Yes. Uh, do it do to your best ability. Understand what you're doing. Understand who you're singing to and why you're singing to him. Amen. Because he is our deliverer. Amen. He is the one that brings us out. Amen. He's the one that makes a way. You know, so in the midst of all these good things, amen, there's still, you know, some that, like I said, they would reject him. They would not want to hear him. They would not want to accept his plan, amen, and his purpose. And we wonder why sometimes we constantly struggle through life, amen. We're trying to do it of our own power out there there. Amen, I can't talk about that no more. Huh? Amen, I can't talk. I can't on him, Lord. I can't do this. I thank you each and every day, Lord, that I'm able to do what I'm doing by your help and by your strength. And as I get out of the way, God shows up and shows himself strong. But, but woe unto those who don't accept him. Woe unto those who would reject him. You know, that's just for the nonsense. You know, I don't know God, God, he's real. Hey, <laughs> how did you get here? Some one day I won't be born. It don't even make sense, do it? Not at all. You know, so you know, God brought us all here and designed us all, amen. And He has a plan and a purpose, amen. So we we gotta recognize, amen, that it's time for us, amen, to honor Him and not insult Him by thinking that we can do it without Him. Amen.
is, is, is letting us know that we can't treat God any kind of way. And they're going to show up anyway. If we don't want to hear his counsel, amen, we don't want to follow his word, amen, we don't want to give him the glory and the honor that he's due, but we just want him to, to act like our butler. Like our servant. Just show up when I need you. Fix my problem and go away. You know, that's no way to treat the most high God. That's not, you just come shine for shoes and just, you know, we, we watch that movie, uh, what was the name of it? Yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and the one phrase, you know, that, that they told him is that when you're in the room, the room should feel empty. All right. That's how we treat God. I want to, you know, I just want the room to feel empty. But if I need something, make sure you have it. All right. With my key at the right temperature, you know. Do everything I need to do, but you know, but as long as I'm doing my own thing, don't tell me what to do. You gotta turn around, amen, and recognize. Lord, I want you to show up. I want you to talk. To me. I want you to guide me, lead me. If I'm wrong, I want you to reprove me and rebuke me. Amen. I want you to correct me. Amen. I want you to keep me on the right path. Amen. If you gotta, if you gotta squeeze me some more to make sure I'm doing right, squeeze me, God. Uh, whatever it takes, amen, so that I don't get off, that I don't begin to trust and depend and to lean upon myself and think I have any ability outside of you. You know, even as I shared with him yesterday, amen, it would be crazy to live this whole life and never do nothing for the kingdom of God, never live like God wants us to live, and all of a sudden we die. What have we accomplished? What legacy have we left? Amen, but when you live for God, amen, you can leave the legacy. Amen. When, when you follow him and you allow him to operate through you, you do things that affect generations to come in a positive way, yes. in a spiritual way, and in righteousness. Oh, yeah, you're going to leave some negative things behind you, but that's not what we want to do. We want to be able to do it in a way that glorifies God. Say, let my life glorify God. Yes. Hallelujah. Because I, I want to be one of the people where he said, access the line. <laughs> Submission. 
time. We, we talked about that in a couple of ministries, man. Sometimes, you know, the mission can be a, a two-way street. <laughs> Is that right? Yes, sir. Well, that's the Bible says submit one to another. Is that right? Yes, sir. It's a two-way street. So why come it can't be a two-way street with me and God? Huh? Yeah, I'm going to submit to him. He should submit to me. Is that all right? Yes, sir. Sir, they said, wrong answer. Uh-huh. No, no. You do not expect God to submit to your ways and to your will. You know, sometimes we go to God and we want him to sign off on what we want to do. Don't work like that. It's his way. Period. You don't even need the highway. It's his way, period. You know, and we got to get to that place. Because he says, submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil. And he will be free. Now, that verse has helped me a lot over right. years. Amen. Because when the enemy comes, you know, it's going to say resist him and he might flee. No, sir. Right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, but he will. If all you got to do is just resist. When the temptation comes, resist. Amen. When the pressure's on you, resist caving in. Amen. Just all you have to do is just resist and where your strength comes from. It comes from God. Amen. I always think about Jesus, amen, when he was in the garden. And, and the pressure was on him. He resisted, amen, doing his will. He said, not my will, but your will be done. And it says, and the angels came to minister. He didn't take away what he had to go through, but it meant it strengthened him for it. Amen. See, when we resist the adversary, the Lord will strengthen us to endure whatever it is that he's taking us through. He's taking us. Yes. The Lord, you know, I, I, I believe that my God is so good, so powerful, and so sovereign. Amen. That as a child of God, living for him and following his ways and his will, whatever befalls me has got to be approved by God. Amen. Good and bad. It's got to be approved by God. So when it comes, I'm not going to get scared. God, you're taking me through this for a reason. You're allowing these things in my life for a purpose. I'm not going to say, where are you, God? Because I know you're here. I'm not going to say, why, God? Because you're going to help me to understand why I have got to be just to go forward. If I trust you step by step, day by day, but sometimes when things come upon us, oh, the devil's putting me through. Oh. Read about Job again. The devil couldn't even touch him. Without God's permission. So what the devil putting him through, amen, was God using him for his glory. Yeah. Oh, this is coming on me. This ain't God. God wouldn't put me through this. God wouldn't let them do that to me. God. You gotta beat God if you can't stop that stuff. Y'all won't go with me on that one, huh? And people, you know, people act crazy. People do crazy things. So you're more powerful than God in your life? I want y'all to get this. Sometimes we get mad at God because we're people that are doing, no, 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 no. God is not surprised by what they said about you. God is not surprised by how they feel. God ain't surprised with people. You know, when I, when, I, when I hear people, you know, think, even nowadays, things still come back to me. You know, the people are saying, you know, it's like, hmm, interesting. I'm just like, you know, I, I'm not called by God, I'm not called, you know, the Bible tells me that they talked about you. And, and not only do they talk about it, they're a black man, they crucified. And I'm not him, and I'm going to fall out and get 
weak as water because they said something about me. No. I'm going to continue to stand and know my God got my back, amen. And those are just words, amen. No matter what they do, no matter what they say, they can go out while I'm preaching the word, burn my house down, do something, or ride tomorrow. Uh, and God's will supply all my needs. I mean, one time we had a house fire down there in California. We were, you know, and you down there. Before the, the week was out, we had everything replaced that was lost, and then some. And it was a week before school. You know, we had all the school clothes lined up in the closet. Know, and all everything was laid out and good to go, and, and I'm at work, and my wife calls me and says, "Hello, everybody." So, so I jump on my, you know, I was in the moor then. Some of y'all been down there, you know. So I jump on my motorcycle. That's my motorcycle station. You know, so I'm going from the ox side, and the fire truck from ox is hitting over there. I don't even know what's going on. So I get behind the fire truck, I fire him home. You know, and I get there, they got stuff crawled all over the place. You know, but. The thing is that before the week was out, we had another house. Amen. Everything is replaced. There's no harm to us. Amen. Amen. Even the damages, because, you know, it was a couple, couple of my little critters that were responsible for starting the fire. You know, but I won't say no names. You know, but even then, we went to because we was in our base housing. Then, you know, they're not going to the problem. You know, like, so we, we go in and we, you know, and talking to housing and, you know, with the, the cost of the bill, we were wiping all that out. Amen. 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 Amen.
Now, sometimes we give the devil access to our lives. We give him our pen. He come on in and wreak havoc in our lives because we're not trusting God. So we, we, we give the devil access. We let him in. We, we get to hold him going on and, and, and speaking negative words. And, you know, and what are you doing? You give him access. You give him place. You find we going where we shouldn't be going, doing what we shouldn't be doing. Give him access. Allowing him in. Talk to people you know this ain't going to help you. Give him access. Huh? See, this access thing is dangerous. I'm not going to give the devil access to my life. You know, he's just out in our eye game. What you looking at? He's giving him access. Huh? Hello? Man, don't give him access. Lift up your eyes and listen. Huh? Devil is cunning. And so we got to get to make sure, you know what, God has given me access. Now, because I have access to him, I can tell the devil and all his minions, access denied. I'm a child of God. Access denied. You can't touch this. See, I'm better than see how much. You can't touch this. All right. Huh? Because I'm a child of God. I'm not letting you in. Not letting you have your way. Because I belong to him. Yes, sir. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Are y'all getting this? Amen. True. So, in First Peter 5, verse number 8 and 9, says, Be sober. Be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour, whom resist how? Steadfast in faith. I mean, that, that means continue. That means just do it. He said, who resist steadfast, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But it shouldn't affect us like it affects them. They get hit, they just, whoa, don't know what to do, we get hit, whoa, don't know what to do. No, 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 no. Oh, we, we turn over to God. You know, God got it. You know, how come you can go through this in style when the unsaved man is going through it, don't know what? It's, it's sad when it's the other way around. Because we're not, we're not using our access. Amen. We've got to use that access unto God and say, you know what? I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to let the enemy have this thing. I'm not going to let him beat me up. A couple of passages, and I'm going to wrap up, amen. Because I want us to really understand who we are and what's available to us, amen. And, and, and you are in God's plan. Just tell somebody that. You got to let him work. Hallelujah. You got to let him work. Psalm, Psalm, Psalm. Hallelujah. Psalm 34, 14 through 19 says, Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do peace. Cut to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. Ooh. Wow. Which one you want? Door number one. Door number two. I think door number one. I want, I want his blessings upon my life. Amen. Seventy verses. What? The righteous cry, the Lord hears and delivers them from what? Out of all their trouble, the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as are of a contrite spirit. He says, many are 
the afflictions of the righteous. In other words, you will go through some stuff. Amen. But it's okay. He said, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of some of them. You know what I'm saying? Some of them? No, he said he will deliver them out of them all. So all of the afflictions, all of the things, when you're walking in righteousness, God will bring you out of all of the things that the world, the man, that the enemy, amen, even some of the things, oh, well, not some, is it? All of the things that you bring upon yourself, young people. When you choose to become righteous, he'll bring you out of those too. See, we can't blame everything on the devil. We can't say everything is somebody else's fault. A lot of times we got to just look in the mirror and say, there's the culprit. Right there. That's what they got me into this. And then we humble ourselves and we come to God, amen, and, and we begin to trust him and he is the one that brings us out. Now I'm going to read the same passage as I wrap things up here in the Amplified. He said, depart from evil and do good. Seek, inquire for, and crave peace and pursue. Go after it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the uncompromisingly righteous, and his ear is open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. See, he's looking for us to be remembered. Amen. The leave the heritage, but the remembrance that he's going to wipe out. We talked about that when we were talking about, you know, heaven and hell, all those things. Amen. Let's stand. Hallelujah. We serve a God that loves us. We serve a God that is concerned about everything that we're concerned about. And he's able, as we just seen in the passages of Scripture, that he's able to bring us out of all those things, all those afflictions, all those trials, all those tests, amen, to his glory. Who would not serve a God like this? Who of us would rather depend on our own feeble strengths and abilities, knowing when we really be honest with ourselves how many times we failed ourselves. And we didn't have nowhere or no one to turn. But God has said, I'm here. And I'll bring you out. And I'll bring you out in a way that glorifies my name. I'll be there for you. I'll be your help. I'll be your strength. I am your deliverer. Hallelujah. He's reaching. And all we got to do is respond. Did I stand in the door or not? This plan that I forged from the foundations of the world before the beginning of time that, that your salvation was hid in me, amen, is available to us right now today. And if you're in this room and you have not accepted him as Lord and Savior, now is your time. Come and say, you know what? I didn't realize he thought about me that much. But oh, yes, he does. He's been thinking about you for longer than you've been around. And he said, come unto me, come. Accept 
all that I have made available to you. Accept salvation, Lord. If you're here and you haven't made that decision, I want you to come forward. But more than that, the Lord wants you to come. Say, why is he coming to the altar? What's up? It's an outward show. Amen. Sometimes, you know, when we're struggling and we're weak and, you know, we need somebody to walk with us. I know, amen, there's times in my life that there wasn't no one there, amen, when I wasn't really connected with God. I thank God I had a strong man and woman of God standing by me and undergird me and lifted me up and walking with me. Helped me to realize that I can make it. Until I have enough strength to stand up on my own, amen, and call on him for myself and connect to him, you know, because otherwise the enemy would take us out. So if you're here this morning, amen, and maybe you've been struggling in those areas, I, I, I tell you, come, come and accept him, because he's already prepared to accept you. No time to reject it any longer. No time to stand back and say, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't need that. You know, God wants you to come. He loves you. He's been away from you. He says, come unto me. Come and receive this, this love that he has made available. For all he loves us, he loves us. As much as Father says, oh, how. Oh, how. Oh, how he loves us so, so, that he would do everything that he needs. That he would take on a body of a flesh, come and suffer and die, amen, so that we could be redeemed. Oh, how he loves us. He cares so much for Anybody else that you love? All of you, mighty, make a decision for God. While it's still time, we make a decision for God. And let the wicked forsake his ways and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Come to the Lord. And he will abundantly part when this comes to him. Thank you. 
help surround them and above all fill them with your spirit have your way right now we know that you're able and we give you glory we give you praise and honor for them hallelujah in Jesus mighty name thank you thank you Father, you said a broken and a contrite heart. 